Hi there, your buddy the humble farmer here with an hour of old-fashioned music just for you. Thank you for listening. Your tip for the week, under No Things Considered, comes from our good friend Robert in Brunswick who says, Don't eat any sandwiches that have been sitting on the display shelf at the Delicatessen for more than a week. Robert is obviously unmarried. Men who are married don't need that kind of advice. Hi there, this is Clark Terry here, reminding you to pull your bearskins a little closer to the fire. That's it. <laughs> now you're talking to hey. Ah, watch out for those snapping sparks. Everybody cozy? Now the good news is that you're in time for the humble farmer. You've worked hard all day, and you deserve to relax now. So stay right there and listen to the best of this kind of music. Good evening, friends. 
Fletcher Henderson here on The Humble Farmer today. I must have been around 60 years of age the first time I saw the Internet or got a computer. I knew I had to have a computer because they said that the computer would print 5,000 addresses on envelopes. The first one I had had the information on a little tape. You put the tape in, it went beep, and you could print 200 addresses with one tape. And that was a great, great technological breakthrough. For most of my life, of course, we addressed envelopes by hand or printed names on sticky labels and pasted the labels on the envelopes. The first computer I had, as I said, it saved the names on tapes and it would go beep, beep, beep when it was printing the names on envelopes. And as I said, it was a fantastic technological advancement and seems as it would print 200 names before you had to put in another tape. And I, I still have that tape deck thing. It's probably a museum piece now. How, how things have changed, huh? Nowadays, we not only exchange letters electronically with our friends, but also video files. And I got one video file that showed a deer that had broken through the ice in a shallow pond. And the way I understand it, a helicopter hovered over the deer, and the downward prop thrust blew the deer onto the ice and across the ice. And the last of the video shows the deer running off through the woods, all safe and free. Then you play the video again, because if you know anything about deer, you know that as soon as the helicopter is gone, the deer is going to walk back out on that thin ice and, and fall into the pond again. Thank you. 
Joe Venuti, Father Hines. Tell me if someone you know or someone you have heard of comes to mind as I tell you this truthful little tale under No Things Considered. There are many innocent people in jail today because, while they were drunk or on drugs, they took the rap for someone else. Their crime was stupidity. You might have read that a man who was convicted of murder and spent 16 years in jail was exonerated and released. It goes without saying that any evidence that would have proved this man's innocence was not presented at the original trial. And guess what? He never would have been a suspect to begin with had he not been smoking crack cocaine in the area where the crime was committed. So sad. Fletcher, Fletcher Henderson. Let me see, I had this other thing queued up here. What happened to that? Yes, I think I have it, have it right here. 
machine gets away from me every once in a while. I have to keep a close eye on it. May we pause here while I'm playing with the dials and shed just one tear for the demise of the American hero? Can you remember the last time you saw a hero? Or did heroes just wither and fade away so gradually, much like the standard living we once enjoyed, that you didn't even notice that something you once took for granted was gone? Of course, young people always take the status quo for granted. Nowadays, college graduates expect to spend the next 15 or 20 years paying off their college loans, and it would be hard to believe. Kids would find it hard to believe if we told them that we spent $10 a week you know, on, on, on getting through college. We could earn $10 on Saturdays playing for dances, and, and this paid for our food and room, and that we graduated from college in 1965 without owing a cent. And nowadays, young people don't know that back when men had a function, heroes used to rush in at the last minute to save the girl. In a pinch, she tossed her hair over the balcony, and the hero climbed up on her hair. But, but this, is, this is the way you'll see it played now. The bad guy with a gun or knife moves toward the helpless heroine. Her male friends are outside, guns in hand, trying to break down the door or climb in the window. But as the door finally gives in, they hear screams from the inside. They know they're too late. And sure enough, when they get the door broke down and rush down into the cellar, there's the girl drinking a Starbucks coffee, and the battered bad guy is on the floor, hog-tied, hand and foot, and mouth, with duct tape.
Ghana. Thank you for listening to The Humble Farmer, where you can hear Ghana. And with any luck at all, old-fashioned music played by me every week at this time right here on your favorite radio station. And now I pushed the wrong button there. Let me see what's supposed to happen. Oh, I guess I'm all right here. Yes, I recycle things from time to time. You hear me repeat something that you heard me say weeks or even years ago, and that's what you're going to hear now. And it's about the dirtiest hotels in the world. That was what the junk email said. The dirtiest hotels in the world. And of course I had to Google the dirtiest hotels in the world so I could see where they were. Number one is in San Francisco. And let me read you a sample of the reviews. First and foremost, no one should ever walk into a hotel only to find prostitutes walking around the inside. (laughs) Think about this. What reason would anyone have to complain about a prostitute who was on her feet?
that that one got by me while I was still up doing my exercises. Yes, I moved to the music. You know, if you sit, 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 you freeze right up. So I get up and hop about while it's playing. See if I can get my breath here. I'll do this. We have in Maine an agency called the Maine Film Office. You might know how this works. When someone in Hollywood with $500 million wants to film a Stephen King movie in Maine, our Maine Film Office will help them spend as much of that $50 million as possible in Maine. And it came to pass that a movie producer called the Maine Film Office and asked where he could hear what a Maine accent sounded like. <laughs> Much money was on the line, so arrangements were quickly made for the producer and a writer to quietly visit tall Barney's in Jonesport, where lobstermen were known to drink coffee and talk. The visitors were told to show up early, but to not sit in the center because that was the liar's table where the lobstermen sat. The visitors were told that they should sit at a nearby table where they could order a coffee and hear what was going on. And all went according to plan. The fishermen arrived on time and talked, and the Hollywood people sat nearby and listened. But it was a somewhat shaken pair that checked in with the main film office later in the day because they couldn't believe what they'd heard. For over two solid hours, the only thing the lobstone talked about was golf.
Fletcher Anderson here on The Humble Farmer, where, with any luck at all, you can hear me playing old-fashioned music just for you every week at this time. If you're listening on iTunes or some place that I haven't even heard of, love to hear from you. I'd like to know where this program is going. I'm thehumblefarmer at gmail.com. And some of us tend to make our lives more complicated than they need to be. You know what I'm talking about because we, well, we both have friends who see simple and straightforward solutions to everything. For example, my my neighbor Don, who comes from up in the county, my friend Don said that it was a waste of taxpayer money to keep people on death row for 15 or 20 years. I told Don about a man who just got out of jail after serving 16 years for a crime he did not commit. And Don said, that's what I'm talking about here. You know, that wouldn't have happened if they'd just shot him.
Fletcher Henderson, but uh, maybe ten years after the earlier Fletcher Henderson we heard at the beginning of the show. Different, different sound altogether between 1924, 1930, 1932. And we, we often talk about mistakes young boys make because I can testify from first-hand experience. But our present topic is young girls, for which I have only hearsay. A, a woman close to 80 who outlived her first husband is starting to require a bit of medical attention, showing signs of mild decay, like the wonderful one-horse shay. She recently told me that she lived her life backwards. When she was young and healthy, she was married to a doctor.
Spike Jones, Spike Jones. We used to listen to that when when we were kids and laugh. Nineteen forties, sometime I think. From time to time, lobstermen who feel they're being crowded, well, they cut off the offenders' traps. And like any war, this escalates until the ocean floor is littered with thousands of dollars worth of lobster traps and people start pointing guns at each other. Sometimes they attempt to ram the other fellow's boat or or shoot at him. It can get very ugly. And here's a comment someone posted on a blog about a recent lobster war. Arson, cutting traps, stealing from traps, sinking boats, attempted murder. Must be a fortune out there in lobsters to commit these types of crimes. Is this not an astute observation? How many people have you heard of who shot at each other for the right to mow some rich man's lawn?
Fletcher Henderson. You, that was ob- you heard that. It was obvious. Ooh, obviously, uh, tribute to Bix. Uh, Bix solo there. Very close within a couple of notes. You've uh, seen movies where the hero and the girl struggle up out of an ash-filled volcanic crater. And as they reach the summit, they gaze into each other's eyes and, unable to control themselves, they snap together like their waistband in a new pair of pajamas. You've seen movies where, after crawling through a million gallons of spilled crude oil, the hero and the girl meld into one glorious black glob. And to bring it closer to home to you, perhaps you have welcomed your spouse in a similar manner when he comes home from 12 hours of baiting lobster traps. But it wasn't very long ago when I walked up to my loving wife, held up my arms and said, Can I have a hug? She looked me up and down and said, Are you clean? Should I assume from this that the honeymoon is over? Dancing may do this and that And help you take off lots of fat But I'm no friend of dancing when it's hot So if you are a dancing fool Who loves to dance but can't keep cool Bear in mind the idea that I've got When it gets too hot for comfort And you can't get ice cream cones Paint no sin to take off your skin And dance around in your bones When the lazy syncopation Of the music softly moans Paint no sin to take off your skin And dance around in your bones The polar bears aren't green up in Greenland They've got the right idea They think it's great to refrigerate While we all cremate down here Just be like those bamboo babies In the South Sea tropic zones Paint no sin to take off your skin And dance around in your bones When you're calling up your sweetie In those hot house telephones Taint no sin to take off your skin And dance around in your bones When you're on a crowded dance floor Near those red-hot saxophones Oh, taint no sin to take off your skin And dance around in your bones Take a look at the girls when they're dancing Notice the way they're dressed They wear silken clothes without any hose And nobody knows the rest No more singing in the bathtub with those television phones. Taint no sin to take off your skin and dance around in your bones.
we are gathered by the river. Listen to your Deacon Jones. Ain't no sin to take off your skin and dance around in your bones. You must all go in that water. Let me hear your sinful groans. Ain't no sin to take off your skin and dance around in your bones. Do what I say right away, wicked sinners, cause this is your judgment day. Come, Mandy Lee, in the river with me. Wash your sins away. Throw away your gin and razors. Throw away your gambling bones. Oh, take no sin. Take off skin. Thank the Lord Lee Moss. One of our favorites that we played for years, the Bones, the Bones song. Used to get a lot of requests for the Bones song. Thank you for listening to The Humble Farmer with any luck at all. I'm here every week at this time on your favorite radio station playing old-fashioned music just for you. I am thehumblefarmer at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. You might have read that when a woman wears a leather dress, a man's heart beats quicker, his throat gets dry, he gets weak in the knees, and he begins to think irrationally. They say it's because she smells like a new truck.
Fletcher Henderson way down on the bayou. Got time for a couple more here. Slim Galliard, he is a swinger. What a swinger he was. The date on the article was February 10th, 1918. February 10th, 1918. It had to do with World War I draft dodges in Arizona. And according to this article from 1918, when the sheriff and his posse showed up at the ranch house, the draft dodgers they'd come to collect shot the sheriff and the posse. You can see why they really wanted those boys in the army. Thank you very much. I'd like to play my second number here. <laughs> it's a special arrangement. I'm going to arrange it now. This number was composed by Xavier Ginsberg. <laughs> Thank you. 
Thank you very much. I would like to play for my second number. Very beautiful arrangement. Opus a la super my Vauti Osculi Rinibo. <laughs> You want to watch Slim Gallyard on? You want to watch him do that on YouTube? He really, <laughs> he really was something else. I happen to be. Oh, I got to thank you for listening. I'm. Stop that. I'm the humble farmer at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. And thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. I made this program just for you. You know. I happen to be standing in the kitchen. And I happened to say to my wife, Marsha, the almost perfect woman, let's fight to see what it's like. And what do you think she said? I don't have time. <laughs>